At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome in, folks. Live Bet Saturday, second hour, presented by BetMGM. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel. Jeff Parles alongside today. We got a good show for you, and we got a lot of good action. Actually, we got lucky. Uh, being early today because the morning slate's actually loaded with some pretty intriguing contests. As you get later in the day, it gets a little sketchy. Although, 8 p.m. tonight, I will tell you, low-key game of the day, Mississippi State on the road against Arizona. Um, very excited for that game. And I may or may not bet Arizona later. We'll see if that happens. Regardless, though, we need to update some action. First off, uh, let's touch on a game that we actually have not hit on one time, I believe, since we have been on the air uh, I'm not going to use the U word, Uh-oh. but the U is off to a little bit of a rocky start here against Southern Miss. Uh, Miami coming into this game, closing 27, 27 and a half with a total of 51 and a half, down seven to three to Southern Miss with 1042 left to go in the second to set up the story for you too as well. First off, Tyler Van Dyke and the Hurricanes go for it on fourth down. He's intercepted, so they don't get anything out of a deep drive into Southern Miss territory. They also give up a big play on the right side. It's about 36 yards to the Miami 32. So Southern Miss is cooking here. Looks like it's under review, so we'll see if that's going to hold. But Miami coming off the beatdown of Bethune-Cookman. Everybody was feeling great about Mario Cristobal and what was going on there. Now, down by four in this game against Southern Miss. Do you have an in-game one? I, I do, one I do actually. Okay, what do you got? Seven and a half right now, so that is way Whoa. down from that big number. Pre- uh, 26 and a half, right? Yep. 26-and-a-half, a a closing number in Miami. So Miami plays Texas A&M next week. Yep. I thought the look-ahead spot was going to be for A&M today against Appalachian State, where A&M taking a bunch of money with 17 17 up to 19. I didn't even consider that Miami would no-show against a horrible team. And what type of idiot am I? Not knowing the the recent history of the U, but that would be, John, if – if Southern Miss plays this tight, and Southern Miss is not a good team this year, no, that is a really bad look for Miami. It's in years past it has quietly been a good football program. This year it has not been the case. And I'm going to go to this fancy little stat box that I just discovered is a, a thing now. Uh, <laughs> and right now, I think the thing for you that you're looking at, and this is skewed by a very big play that Southern Miss just completed. Uh, but for Miami, you're talking about 6.8 yards per play to Southern Miss to 4.4 for you, as well as being down in the turnover battle 1-0, that's going to be a problem. You also have to be able to get a team off the field in third down. Southern Miss early part of this game, 4-5 on third down conversions against Miami. And you mentioned it. I think at the end of the day when we look at this game, a team that closes a 27.5 point favorite more than likely is going to win this game and be able to come out on top. However, 
this is a little bit of a struggle. A struggle, and my excuse me, football is inherently a small sample size sport. So if you're not going to turn things around early enough here, you're going to be in a little bit of a hole. It does look like it's a completion for Southern Miss for a first down, but we've got a flag, and we'll see that's uh, going to be oh, a problem. There's like too back. many men on the field. Is that what they call it? Ineligible man. Oh, ineligible man field. Okay. Yeah. All right. So 7-3, Southern Miss with a penalty there. Also updating what's going on, Alabama almost threw an interception Bryce Young did to Texas. was not held on to. They do have the ball after converting a first down, so we got 12-27 left to go as they are in a 10-10 tie with Texas. The story here, for those who are just joining us, Quinn Ewers in the locker room with a shoulder injury, gets driven down into his left shoulder uh, by an Alabama defender. So we have Hudson Card in this game right now, and they are holding strong as about a 15-ish and a half point favorite with a total of 64 and a half Alabama is against Texas. That's what we're at in terms of live action at this point. Mm. Also, I don't want to bring it up, but uh, uh, it is a high-scoring affair between Duke and Northwestern. 21-7 as Northwestern finally finds I, the end zone. I'm more, I'm more dead in, in – uh, we're more dead in Fayetteville, I think. Yes. I think yeah, that's yeah. the one where we're in big trouble, where Arkansas is just doing whatever they want against South Carolina. That's 14-3, to and the Hogs live right now are 20-and-a-half. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> against South Carolina with a total of 57-and-a-half. That's one where again I don't want to I don't want to uh, I don't want to go over the top here, uh, John, on, on team totals in game. But with the way Arkansas has moved, if you can get anything short of thirty eight and a half right now, I, I thirty eight and a half obviously thirty eight key number. But if you can get like a thirty seven and a half, even if it's juiced, I, that might be worth it. South Carolina has shown zero resistance in this game. Yeah, and the big thing here is we've talked about, so Arkansas is two for two on fourth downs. Both of those have been like fourth and inches. They just cannot do anything in South Carolina's field. front seven uh, to move that offensive line. I think it's an average height of like, what, like six foot five and like 312. It's absolutely ridiculous. Well, it's, almost like Sam, it's, a, it's almost like Sam Pittman knows what a good offensive lineman is. Right, <laughs> right. Knows how to develop those lines. <laughs> uh, and South Carolina, like I thought it was a team that once you entered some conference play spots, uh, catching enough points, that's why I backed them here, that they would be a team worth backing. Uh, and that still could hold true. And even as we talk about this now, only down 11 with 9.53 left to go in the second, so plenty of football left to be played. Uh, but you're going to have to do something about what is inherently a very big mismatch as you convert a third and 12 over in Austin as uh, the Longhorns give that up, and Alabama has a first down across midfield. So as we look at all these games underway, and we should update too, by the way, uh, 21 to 10. So it was actually 21-3 for Vandy and Wake Forest. Vanderbilt gets a quick score, so they are trailing by 11 in that matchup with the Demon Deacons. Story here, Sam Hartman's first game, live in-game line, my screen blank right now. I've got uh, – you got a line here? Yeah, give me, like a, give me give me a second. Okay. It just it just popped out uh, right now because they're on the move again. Uh, Wake Forest and Vanderbilt is 25-and-a-half right now okay. on Wake Forest with a total of 79-and-a-half. Okay, all right. A little yeah. high, uh, higher yeah, scoring contest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just a little bit. And that total, for those who were wondering, closed to 65 pre-flop. So we're up a little bit. From the closing number there. With that, all these games underway. We'll keep an eye on this. The uh, brewing potential upset between uh, Southern Miss and Miami. Hurricanes do get the ball back, though, here. So uh, Tyler Van Dyke, after throwing interception, trying to turn things around. We do have quite a few other games uh, to get to. We haven't touched on from a big game standpoint. But wanted to get to, actually, one of the games that's going to get kicked off in about an hour and a half. Get your thoughts. I have Notre Dame-Marshall circled as a really intriguing matchup. Mm-hmm. Because... Notre Dame, I think the one thing we took away from that game against Ohio State, defensively a very impressive team. You knew that their strength was along the defensive line. Their front seven was going to be really solid, and I thought it showed against Ohio State. You do wonder what this offense is going to continue to look like under Buckner and as we move forward here in this season. And Marshall, before they suffered an absence in the program, I think is their running back or their really good running back, their offense was going to be very good, and I still think a very good program. I'm really intrigued by this matchup between Notre Dame and Marshall, as this is a 20-and-a-half-point spread with a total of 48-and-a-half, and two quick updates before we get to the analysis there. First off, a, a third down ends up in a tackle behind the back. Is that a sack of Bryce Young? Yeah, that is a uh, yeah. that, is, that was a nice uh, safety blitz brought by Texas go. to get off the field. Uh, Texas is down to an 11-and-a-half-point underdog right now, which is the lowest that number has been. Which it might be the buy point of Alabama now. Yeah. And go for a again, especially go for a ten point middle for es- me. Especially when, considering we haven't seen Hudson Card run this offense yeah. yet, right? So they, this could be three and out, give it right back to Alabama when you're down to that low point. Um, and also Arkansas in the end zone yet again. So we're talking about a 21, oh, 20 is, to three lead for Arkansas. We are jo- John. We are Dunzo there. 
I, I never give up hope. Never give up hope. <laughs> you play four Sa- quarters. Saban's for a head. Sa- Saban looks like his head's about to explode on the sideline. Tell you, he's lost two out of three against his former assistants. It's sliding. It is all falling apart for Nick Saban. <laughs> just, uh, just put a put a fork in it. It's all over. Uh, all right. Your, so your thoughts? Notre Dame twenty and a half, twenty one. Uh, you know. You know. This is this is the big question here, John. Notre Dame looked very good in defeat last week. Defense was as good as you could have asked for. Yep. Offense obviously had his issues against a, an elite team. And uh, by the way, Knowles being at Ohio State now, ginormous oh, difference. The, the difference in like tw- like stunts and twists and I mean, blitzes and that, so much difference. Yep. That ain't a Kerry Coombs defense anymore. Yeah. No way. Uh, so I'm curious because it's very – John, we don't see it that often that a team in defeat – gets upped in the market. Yep. And that's kind of what this feels like here, where Notre Dame has gotten overinflated because they look good in defeat. And I'm always frightened of doing that because that could have just been Ohio State working out the kinks in their first game, and they happen to play a really good a really good defense in the first game. Mm-hmm. So I, I would if you can get a 21, which there were some this morning, on Marshall, I would very much consider that. But I, I, 20 and a half, you're asking to get beat by a half. So 21 on Marshall, I have no problem with that. I, I, I'm just surprised that people have overreacted to Notre Dame playing competitive and losing. Yeah, That's a program that's not being competitive and losing normally not good enough for a program like that. Yeah, uh, I agree. And, and I think like the thing I believe in is this Notre Dame defense not so much the offense, and, and like this, just, it has what makings of a game where you're going to turn this on maybe a little bit later, and it's going to be like 17 to 10, and you're going right. to wonder what's happening. Uh, illegal formation by Texas, by the way. So exactly off to a terrible start. Do. Terrible start there for uh, Hudson Card. It's over for them too. Uh, all right. So <laughs> uh, also very quickly is where there's a lot of really good games that are underway, and this one's very much worth tracking because this is one of the bigger favorites of the morning crew. The Hurricanes, it looks like they're going to give this ball back to Southern yeah, they just Miss. just punted again. Yep, they closed. Tyler Van Dyke gets sacked on third down. So a 27-and-a-half point favorite when it closed uh, right now against nine Southern and Miss, a nine-and-a-half point favorite. So, whoo, buddy. The makings of a quite – this would be a very Miami-esque type performance if they were to somehow drop this against Southern Miss. Now, you can't lose this game if you're Miami. You just – Oh, not if you're – what were they, the second choice to uh, to win the ACC? Yeah, you can't you, – well, first off, this is already bad enough that you look mediocre against the – again, Southern Miss has had some good teams in the past few years. Yes. This is not one of them. So, I, I'm just curious here. When does this become a buy point of Miami? I know the box score doesn't indicate that it should be a buy point at any point, but at some point, talent's just got to win out. Yeah. So I, I, at some point in this game, I may very well bet Miami. By the way, look at Hudson Card on the move for a Texas first down right now. Texas thirteen up, went to eleven and a half. Now thirteen and a half on Texas right By, now, uh, getting that against Alabama. Also, you want a pro tip? Please. Uh, I, I mean, I don't. This might not be a real pro tip. Um, watch those numbers and those feeds because they're ahead of you. So yes. it might give you an idea of what's going to happen <laughs> next. So when you're sitting there going, "Oh, why'd this go eleven and a half to thirteen and a half? The, the Texas got the ball." I'm sure the next play is not going to be the most positive play for Texas, so we'll see if that's going to be the case. I don't know if that's a real pro tip, but it always gets it. The first time. play of the drive was not a positive <laughs> play. That's why that happened. Good point. All right, keep it going here. Tackle behind. Yeah, look at that. Tackle behind the line of scrimmage. we got plenty <laughs> left to get to here. Live Bet Saturday rolls on live from Circa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older, physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Before we get to, we have uh, Steve Mackinnon's updated power ratings in college football heading into this week. Quick updates uh, momentarily. First off, minute 40 left to go in the first half and rolling. Between Miami and Southern Miss, Hurricanes down 7-3 in this game. Have not looked very good, but Tyler Van Dyke has him at about midfield, but he has sacked yet again. Uh, this, this offensive line has not performed well for Miami, so we'll see if that's going to be a change. And uh, also, hmm. we were talking about this, and this is the observation, right? When QN Ewers was in for Texas, they were taking shots downfield. We had three big plays, all three of which Texas found success in one-on-one matchups, just essentially running go routes. They completed one of them for a goal-to-go situation, and then, of course, you were hurt subsequently after that. Now, Hudson Card is in, and what do they do on a third and 12, Jeff? It is a bubble screen behind the line of scrimmage. It gets snuffed out, and they have to give the ball back to Alabama. Well, that's 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 the big issue now uh, for, for Texas, that big passing game. Ewers looked so good early in this game, and then, of course, got landed on the shoulder to knock them out. It's a different game now, and now you have to you have to look at betting Alabama on the take back. You're only having to lay 14 and a half right now. You yep. really have to consider that if you took Texas pre-flop. You know, we'll say this. At some point, the dam will break. But Texas's defense, other than one play, has looked really good in this game so far. Yeah, dropped interception as well, which yeah. changed things for them too. I have not seen yet. Uh, Elliot, maybe you can keep an eye on an official ruling for um, Quinn Ewers as we get him forward. But I would assume at this point, if we haven't seen him yet, uh, that maybe this is going to be a, a lengthy absence for Quinn Ewers in this contest. So, Hey, John, how about this one real quick at the horseshoe? 44.5-point line, Ohio State and Arkansas State. How about 5.20 to go in the first half? Buckeye 17, Red Wolves 9. Okay. Look at that. Ohio State still 35.5-point favorites. Man, it's falling apart for this defense. The- we were just waxing poetic. You give them 9 points in the first half to Arkansas State. That's a problem. Do you dare take 35 and a half? Uh, no. I don't think, <laughs> if you if you took the 44 and a half, you're feeling you're absolutely feeling fantastic. You're feeling great right now. Uh, after the way that this game has started and the pace, uh, we'll see. I haven't been able to uh, watch that. I know that was one of our pro tips from a live game perspective. You want to be able to watch the game, uh, right? That was from Lombardi Line. You can find those up at vsin.com, up in the betting resources tab. Um, man, South Carolina's killing me here. Anyway, we'll move on from that. By, right. by, by the way, real quick, don't take the 34, four, yeah. five and a half. Because if you're looking at the box score, Arkansas State, an average 4.6 yards a play. Ohio State's a 10. Okay. At some point, that dam is going to break. I feel like uh, averaging a first down per play is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Probably pretty good. <laughs> should be board, right. So one of the great tools that we do offer up on the website and every single time, Steve Mackinnon 
uh, allows you to see his power ratings in pretty much every single sport. And it's, it is a good tool because, one, you can compare and contrast your ratings with Steve's. You can also use Steve's if you'd like to craft power ratings as well, if you really trust into some of his numbers. It's a good tool for a lot of editors to use. So he updated them after week one in college football, and we do have some notable differences in his ratings from the first to this, uh, to this week. And I will say this, the one that stuck out to both of us, uh, Steve, who came into the year, as I know, pretty high on USC, went from 52.5 after a beatdown of Rice to 57. So to give you an idea, USC before the season was the 30th-ranked team at C-Mac and his power ratings. They are now up to 11th. That is not something I really love to hear as somebody who bets Stanford plus 9.5. Yeah, I was, I was floored when I saw this because beating, beating Rice, okay, fine. Rice is... Rice is not a good football team. And and as you said before, I mean, Rice drove early in that game into the red zone, and then they became Rice. Right. They threw with two interceptions in the red zone. I, of all the movement, that was shocking to me that USC moved up 19 spots off of beating up on a team that is bad. Other than that, looking at the rankings I, I, I of big movers, picked down 15 spots from 10 to 25 and a half, a four point difference from 57 and a half to 53 and a half in the power ratings. I don't have a problem with that. I think even though I, you and I both like Slovis, that is a bigger drop than we realized from how good Kenny Pickett was a year ago to Keaton Slovis. And then the other one, Florida in a coin flip win over Utah, up a point and a half, 33rd to 30th. I actually was a little surprised it wasn't bigger, John, because even if they lost that game, I thought Florida played really well in that game against the Utah team that, let's face it, still probably will win the Pac-12 anyway. And for me, it was it was looking at the way Bill, – and Billy Napier's a really good coach, but setting up Anthony Richardson for success. The, oh, game, yeah. the game plan for them offensively was brilliant. A lot of play action, using his athleticism, setting up the passing attack. And to go back to your point, to, to give some numbers and some substance behind what we're talking about with Rice in this game against USC, first drive, 16 plays, 74 yards, touchdown. They go three and out the drive after that. They go five plays, 63 yards, get a goal-to-go situation there. Excuse me, a red zone possession there at the USC 12. They throw pick six then on the ensuing drive after the pick six goes to 10 plays 75 yards for a touchdown so for those tracking at home the first four drives for rice three of them went inside the 12 yard line of usc two of them ended in touchdowns so it was a really good start and that for me as you kind of move forward jeff like when you come into the season with priors and what you expect from teams what their weaknesses could be when i come into a season thinking you know usc's defense is probably going to be weakness and then rice comes in and shows you that that's going to be the case that's something that as you move forward, and we talk about a game later today, like USC and Stanford, where felt pretty comfortable taking nine and a half. The market agrees. I think it's down to eight and a half pretty much everywhere that we're looking at this point right now. Mm-hmm. Four yeah. o'clock kickoff for that one, by the way. Yeah, that, that I know you're on Stanford. I know that's a popular pick, even though, uh, again, Chris Andrews was on uh, was on primetime last night. Again, I almost did remember, the same yep. thing you did uh, earlier with uh, Tim and Sean. That, uh, that it was almost a, a nine to one ticket count on USC. Really? At the South Point. And, uh, uh, despite the number going the other way, we kind of normally know what that usually means. What do they call it? Reverse like line and, movement? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think I, we, I think we have a few people that like reverse line movement here. But uh, <laughs> but uh, look, I, I think it. Uh, you know, John, it, it's just fascinating to see. And we talked about this earlier. With don't overreact to what you see in week zero and week mm-hmm. one. I, I, I again, look, I love Steve. I am stunned that that moved as big as it did in his power rankings on USC because. Beating up on Rice and not being overly impressive in beating up on Rice doesn't indicate that big of a move to me. Hudson Carr throwing this downfield, so we have a uh, first down for Texas. It went 11 yards downfield, the throw. Hey, that's a big play. You're now in the the point for Texas where if you can get this game to halftime tied, you are feeling phenomenal. There's the big shot, John. There it is. Make a play. Intercepted. Should have been intercepted. By the way, Texas right now... If you're looking to get in here, again, Alabama was a 21-point closing favorite. Alabama is still, you get them south of two touchdowns right now and get them 13 and a half. It's a pretty good middle right now if you want to do it. And can we just point out, too, again, with this one, I, I, don't, I don't know about you, but when you're watching this play right here for Texas, that's another Texas receiver that has position ahead of his, his defensive back, but Carr doesn't put it in the right spot, so it's almost intercepted. Quinn Ewers potentially makes that, but the game plan's there, and they're having success. It is just a it is a bummer to say the least that Quinn Ewers is not out there to execute it because it does look like Ewers had the arm I, to exploit this. I, if Ewers was in this game, this is 
this should have been a touchdown line yeah. with the way Ewers was playing. I mean, Texas actually would have a real shot in this game if Ewers. And look, they still have a shot. It's a dead yeah. game late in the first half. What this does do for me, though, John, is the next two weeks it doesn't matter because Alabama plays UL, Monroe, and Vanderbilt. They'll beat, beat, no. beat the heck out of both of those teams. But what it does matter is when they go back on the road on the first day of October to Arkansas, who looks awesome right now, something to maybe file away in your back pocket. Yeah. And it probably is even more to be filed back when they go to Tennessee, who the one thing Tennessee can do, they can throw the football deep. We know that, John. Hudson Card uh, throws out of a sack, so it looks like we're going to get a fourth and nine for Texas. Ten plays, 86 yards, and a touchdown for Miami. So right before halftime, Hurricanes scuffling the entire first half against Southern Miss. They're going to go into the break, it seems, with a three-point lead, unless something wild happens here in this matchup uh, right before halftime. Kickoff returns have happened before, so it could happen again. We'll see what the in-game adjustment is there. And we have life. Matt Humans, a wise man, once told me there's nothing worse than hope. Well, there's hope for the Gamecocks who punch it in, and they are now down after a Marshawn Lloyd seven-yard touchdown run. They are down 21-9 to against Arkansas. John, is there any shot that South Carolina could be able to hold Arkansas off the board in the last three minutes of this half? No, I, I well, I think <laughs> With Arkansas shot. getting the ball in the second half, yeah. too? There's a small shot. I mean, I think the thing that works for you here is Arkansas is rather methodical in their pace, so you're hoping that that is something that helps you out. Like, you've got to play them tough enough to a certain extent where you're at least taking advantage of the pace and you can keep them out of at least field goal range, you would think. Well, one game we haven't really touched on because we, uh, we ran out of monitors in here, but on because Mizzou and Kansas State is thankfully in a lightning delay for me right Yet now. Again, yep. uh, also, South Carolina just shanked the PAT, John. Uh, UNC and Georgia but State. But good thing they did that fancy thing where they separate <laughs> everybody at the line of scrimmage and then bring them in. UNC and, and Georgia State. Of course, we said earlier, Georgia State was a very popular bet this week. Yep. Open eight, down to seven and a half, close seven. Drake May's been awesome yet again. 10 of 11, 163 yards, two touchdowns. UNC 21, Georgia State 10, Carolina 12 and a half point live favorite right now. All right, we have plenty left to get to as we move along here on Live Bet Saturday. When we come back, Von Dalzell is going to join us to get some of his late bets and more. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including picks at a glance, recap of the top plays, a season prep, including our weekly college football and pro football matchup guides, and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. Sign up on our discounted football special. Get VSIN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only 175 bucks. Go to VSIN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the sports betting network. Uh, very quickly, Jeff Parles is with me. Yvonne Dalzell is going to join us momentarily. Betting analyst for NBC Sports. Uh, what was the flag here in this Arkansas-South Carolina game? Did you see? Looks targeting. Like targeting, yep. Okay. Great. Targeting on... Great. Yeah. Great. I mean, just... It's going well for South Carolina. South, South Carolina's defense has uh, really been terrible. Mm-hmm. But by the way, though, John, mm-hmm. uh, before we get to our guy Vaughn, regardless of what happens here today for Texas, this is a big step in the right direction for this program where even for a half where your quarterback gets hurt, you're going to go into the half barring Hudson card, doing something really idiotic here. You're going to the half with a tie game Yep. with getting the ball in the second half. This has been as everything you could have asked for with how this game has flowed for Texas. Uh, it's a natural jumping off point to bring in Von Dalzell again, betting analyst, NBC sports. Vaughn, I believe you were involved in this game. What have you seen so far through the first half? Alabama's defensive backs not looking quite right? hyped up mm-hmm. as they were in the preseason. I mean, grabbing on face masks, grabbing on the back of jerseys, uh, getting beat. You know, Quinn Ewers definitely looking better than I expected him to be. You know, making your first, your second road game uh, or second game in general, excuse me, against Alabama is no easy task. And he's he was up to it. So, you know, we'll see what Card does. But if Card's a second-half guy, uh, I'm feeling okay about Alabama long-term now. I think they're going to have some game planning and be able to, uh, you know, limit some big plays in the second half. And Vaughn, you speak it into existence about these Alabama defensive backs. That's a big play downfield for Hudson Card, and they're in the red zone. Yeah, that that was to the the, uh, Bajan Robinson, who obviously is awesome at football as well. This is all the way down. (laughs) Gentlemen, this is all the way down right now to six and a half. So uh, look at that. Really? So Vaughn, let me ask you this. 
So we're talking about this, right? And Hudson Card, obviously, he's off to a great start, and it looks solid up to this point. But I do think that he is not Quinn Ewers. We, right? we saw what Quinn Ewers in this Texas offense was going to do. Yeah. It, let's say they score here. What would be the number, if anything at all, that would entice you to look at Alabama in this second half? Because I think that would be the way to approach this as you enter halftime. I mean, if we're getting a six and a half on Alabama here yeah. against a backup quarterback, I mean, I definitely like those adjustments Nick Saban's going to make at halftime. So, yeah, if Texas scores this touchdown here, you know, even though I have the minus 18 and a half when the opening nines for Alabama and it's not looking pretty, um, I could definitely hedge that out with a six and a half. And I feel mm-hmm. very confident Alabama could at least win by seven points in this game. Vaughn, just uh, on a day like this, what what are you looking for when you're betting things at halftime, betting things in in-game? Well, definitely trying to find some value. I mean, right now I've been checking out this Duke and Northwestern game. Definitely not the game most people are going to be watching today. Uh, but Duke looking really good. And, uh, you know, at some point Northwestern is going to clamp down at some point. So I'm, I'm kind of looking at them. You know, I was leaning South Carolina today. I saw you guys were talking about. I'm very glad I did not take South Carolina. That's the team I'd stay away from here with the live betting situation. But, you know, right now you're trying to get teams by a field goal or a touchdown, especially if they're, they were an underdog entering the day. Um, but, you know, right now I think everybody and their mom's going to be looking at Alabama and how they can uh, make up some ground here in the second half, including myself. Looks like KJ Jefferson's brought down at about midfield. So what would look like a scoring drive potentially uh, for Arkansas before the half has been, uh, once they snuffed out, but definitely. Al- up Alabama's also committed three straight defensive pass interference. Yeah, I, I'm really surprised. Vaughn brought it up. I'm surprised by the play of these defensive backs. It has not really been great early. Uh, for Alabama in this game against Texas. So we'll see if that's a theme that actually continues not only in this game, uh, but throughout the offseason. All right, Vaughn, uh, rest of the card is yours. Uh, Where do you want to go here? Actually, I'm going to force you to go somewhere. (laughs) Florida and Kentucky. I'm going to take that back. Uh, This is one of the premier matchups later in the day. Anthony Richardson and the Gators pull off the upset at home against Utah. Now you get a Kentucky team that is going to be without Rodriguez. A couple of guys, one guy coming back from suspension, their linebacker. What do you make of this spot here for the Gators? Yeah, and you, you hit on Chris Rodriguez. Him not being here is definitely a big deal for Kentucky. They only had 50 rushing yards against Miami of Ohio last week without him. Uh, it was really all on Will Levis' shoulders, and him going down to the swamp is not something I really want to back. Uh, you know, I got Florida at the four and a half and five when it opened up. I'm seeing, you know, six to six and a half potentially out there. Florida has won since 2000. Florida has won 10 out of 11 games in the swamp against Kentucky. All those wins were by six or more points. Kentucky really struggles when they go down to the swamp. It's a tough atmosphere. If they don't have the ground game, I really cannot back Kentucky in this because if you guys watched that game last week, I had Miami, Miami, Ohio plus 17 in my pocket. It sucked that they were down by three at half, let up an opening, uh, opening second half touchdown return for a uh, kickoff return touchdown. And two plays later, they fumble. Kentucky gets in scores, goes up by 17. It was not that close of a game. I think Kentucky is still very overrated. Vaughn, uh, I, let's go to a game that uh, I, I'm going to say, I, you mentioned Duke and Northwestern. Oh, I missed it. Sorry, did, I don't mean uh, to. Did, 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 did Texas just miss a 20-yard field goal? Texas just lined up on second and goal for like a 20-yard field goal, shanked it. It oh, is now it's 10-10 going into that, halftime. That's, that's great. Well, if someone, yes. someone had the uh, the uh, the fortitude to bet Texas first half, Look that's a horrible one. Let's put it right here. Yes. What did we write on the paper? We yes. wrote, go for it, Vaughn. I, we yes. wrote, go I, for I, it. That, that was one of those that oh. they had. That got blocked too, by the way, John. Pretty oh, sure. Okay, he yeah, shake yeah, it. He got blocked. I, I think it got. I think there was a little deflection that made it even worse. But oh. that thing was way left anyway. Uh, missing yeah. uh, Dicker to no kicker chance. for yep. sure. Uh, there in uh, in uh, in Austin, Vaughn. Uh, let, let's go to a game that I know everyone's going to be watching: New Mexico State and UTEP. What do you like here? <laughs> Didn't think you're going to go to this one, but yeah, I love UTEP, man. Uh, they're zero two this year, zero two ATS as well. But this is the spot for them. I actually, so I'm a big closing value guy. I get all my college bets usually Sundays and Mondays. So I did get UTEP at 14. This is all the way out to 17, 17 and a half. You know, 17 was the line I thought this should be. So that's where I would play it for one unit at the MAC. But, you know, you're losing value. UTEP, 3 0 1 ATS and 4 0 on the money line. And their last four is a home favorite against New Mexico State. This is considered a rivalry game. Uh, we're not going to go there because UTEP, their quarterback, he's going to have a breakout game. He has 500 yards in two games already. Their running backs haven't had a positive matchup yet and it's coming here against new mexico state who's one of the three worst teams in all its college football so give me the minors uh, out to minus 17 all right with that uh, let's go to one game you and i share uh, a side on it looks like vaughn and vaughn dozell's with us nbc sports betting analyst uh stanford usc and this one was up a little bit yeah. higher it actually opened up 12 on sunday moved pretty quickly nine and a half is where i got it it looks like that's the number you're on too here what do you make of the cardinal tanner mckee taking on the trojans 
Yeah, I tried to grab a 10 and a half really quick, but it disappeared like that in my bet slip. And I did not know it opened at 12 and a half, which uh, definitely was way too high. So if you got that, congratulations. But the Cardinals, very good against USC Trojans at home. I mean, they've won five of the past eight meetings there. They cut their four and one ATS in the last five meetings there. David Shaw, weirdly enough, six and seven ATS and on the money line in his career against Pac-12 opponents. But guess what? He's six and four ATS and on the money line against USC individually. So he has the same amount of wins as the USC against the rest of the Pac-12 uh, when it comes to being a home underdog, which I find very interesting. But Lincoln Riley, terrible road favorite. Minus seven and a half or more as a road favorite. He's three and 11 ATS in his career. First Pac-12 game going to Stanford. Tanner McKee and company are very good. Lots of starters back. Give me Stanford plus nine and a half. I think they have potential to get an upset here. So I'll sprinkle the money line too. A quick update, 21 to nine, Arkansas. And I... I was making, I was like gesticulating off the air while this was going on. Uh, KJ Jefferson actually spun out of a sack and completed the pass downfield that gave them the opportunity for a field goal. Ultimately, did not hit. So twenty-one to nine there. Is it too much to ask for a back for for a touchdown on in the last fifty seconds here to get us actually within the number? Give me something at halftime. That would, that would be a lot of fun. Spencer's got him at midfield. My guy, Spence. Va- Vaughn, we have about ninety <laughs> seconds here. Tomorrow, of course, NFL season opens. Is there one play that you like, especially over the rest? Yeah, there's um, there's two of them I'll give you. So as you can see, I got the Circa Millions hat on. I was down in yeah, Vegas baby. yesterday and entered the contest. Um, two favorite plays. Giants plus five and a half at the Titans. The Tennessee Titans are a team that you do not make money on profitable uh, long-term, betting them against the spread as favorites. But the Giants, Daniel Jones, 6-0 and ATS in his career when he's a seven-point underdog or less on the road. Uh, he keeps it close. He doesn't win, but he keeps it close. That's all we're looking for against Tennessee Titans team that doesn't have much offense besides Derrick Henry. A.J. Brown was everything for them last season. And then I like the Vikings. Took them at two and a half and the one and a half. Uh, everybody that's a public better will be taking the Packers at minus one and a half. They think it's too easy. Uh, I got the Vikings. That offense is going to look good in my opinion. And, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, two and six ATS in his career as a home or as a road favorite in Minnesota. He doesn't get it done. So give me the Vikes. Love it. Love it. Vaughn, good to talk to you, man. Thank you very much for the time. Thank you, guys. Best of luck today. I hope South Carolina comes through for you. That's a, me too. Thanks, man. Uh, Von Delzell over at NBC Sports, betting analyst. Looks like maybe we have a first down, but uh, Spencer Rattler also jumped backwards as he had the hey, first down. It, it doesn't matter. It's going to have to be. It's four seconds now. It's going to have to be a 58-yard field goal, which will inevitably be missed or a shot into the end zone. Incredibly. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> All right, some halftime lines for you. Yes. Uh, Texas and Alabama, the big one. As what we have got? a 10-10 tie. Uh, this is courtesy of Circa. Ten and a half with a total of 27. I think I'm going to have to take Alabama and just set up the 10-point middle for myself. Yeah. That's yep. a shame that kick was missed. We we're going so we to get single digits. Yeah, so for you, obviously, as somebody who's sitting on Texas plus 21, laying 10.5 there with Alabama in the second half, puts you in a pretty good position, and that MGM's got a better number if you want to get in there. 9.5. That was a great Hail Mary by South Carolina, by the way. Oh, so, uh, was, <laughs> execution's just brilliant. Just brilliant. All right, we have plenty left to get to here on the Live Bet Saturday. We'll get to some impact player spotlights, Heisman Watch, and more as we wrap up our second hour. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the sports betting network. Welcome back, folks. A reminder for all of you. I'm going to tell you about BetMGM Rewards Points, folks. Here's a chance for you to redeem your bonus rewards points for credits like free bets, risk-free tokens, planning a trip to Vegas. You can also convert your BetMGM to points. And guess what? You can use those towards dining, shows, hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You in? I'm in on Miami. Laid the 11? Laying 14 for the game, 11 and a half. Guess what? Go ahead. So did I. Very good. Let's, let's do let's, it. Let's roll, team. Let's do it, John. I want to. I want to bring something up because, of course, this is. I mean, it's live. It's live bet Saturday. It's yes. all about live betting here. I, I want to ask you this on Texas and Alabama because you can get Alabama as low as nine and a half. The predominant number right now is ten and a half at halftime. But one thing that may be getting missed here because Alabama is not moving the ball like Alabama usually moves the ball, and Ewers, of course, got hurt. In that half, both teams are averaging over six and a half yards a play. Yeah, that's those are big numbers and for a game that only has twenty points at halftime. So when I looked at it, that is one good bet that I did not make. I believe the second half total. What are we looking at? For I that? got twenty-seven and a yep. half. Yeah, that, 27, that, 27 and a half. So that was actually instead of laying it with Alabama, although nine and a half is a, is a, a better number than what the ten and a half that are out there. That was actually my initial thought was looking at that second half over the total. My worry is is that Hudson Card and the Texas Longhorns turn into a pumpkin, and they don't tur- they don't put it their fair share in terms of scoring. That that's one of half. those that you were going to find out pretty quickly because yeah. that was a really good drive then the half that of course uh, the the idiot kicker couldn't make a twenty yard field goal. But you also think about the way that it happened, right? I think it was Bijan Robinson like a wheel route or something where mm-hmm. he's found down the right sideline. It's a pretty big play. You talk about the penalties for this Alabama secondary and the DBs. Those are things that I would assume a Nick Saban fixes at halftime. You, you, I, you're probably right. Right, just given yeah. the track record of Saban and what's going to happen. So some of these big plays, the, the fact that this secondary has been, essentially, we've talked about this a couple of times, they've had the top taken off multiple times. Mm-hmm. Texas just not ha- has not been able to really take advantage of those opportunities outside of the one goal-to-go situation that they got a touchdown out of. And you wonder if those opportunities now are going to be a little bit hard to come by with some of the actions that Saban will take at halftime. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. That 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 is by far the best argument for going under in the yeah. second half. But also, too, again, Alabama could explode and score 28 by themselves. Yeah. So, like for me, that's why I initially thought over the total. But if anything, it was going to be nine and a half or nothing, and I'm, I don't think I will be laying nine and a half. I'll just sit back and sweat out this Miami Southern Miss game. Well, we a, got a three and out. We did. Good we start. now, we're teammates here on this thing. Huh? We're rooting uh, for each well, other. Also, too, quick update on a game that I did bet uh, r- right right now. Uh, the the game everyone's watching on ESPN Plus, South Alabama and Central Michigan. Uh, high scoring first quarter, 
USA make it 20. Look at this. How about 20 to 7 Jaguars on the road getting six right now? Before that touchdown, they were even money to win the game. I'm going to assume up 13, they're going to be favored in that game now. Yeah, right. I'm going to assume uh, we're going to be well ahead. Again, uh, I don't like, I'm not a huge blind fade guy, but the Mac is so bad this year as a whole. Where in these non-con games, you kind of have to take advantage. Really, Ohio last week was the only one who looked good. Mm-hmm. And that may have had to do with FAU more than anything last week. But a lot of these teams are just very much so overmatched because the transfer board has just destroyed that conference. Uh, up the other updates really quickly. So the other game that we've been tracking this time, because you and I both have South Carolina mm-hmm. catching nine. Uh, they are down 21-9. to nine. To Arkansas, the uh, Razorbacks are going to get the ball at the half. Arkansas, a four-point favorite at the break with a total of 27 and a half. Uh, so, favorite in the second half, up by, what are we talking about, 12? Uh, so, so, about 16. a 16-point spread there uh, for Arkansas for the game as it sits right now. And Wake Forest and Vandy wake up 21-10 at the break on the road against Vanderbilt. Wake in Sam Hartman's first game of the season, a six-point favorite at the half with a total of 28.5. So that one, we're talking about a 17-point spread in favor of Wake for the game again. You know what's kind of weird in that South Carolina game? Every time we look up, it feels like Arkansas is getting a seven-yard, seven yard, eight-yard play. Yards per play, that's only 5.6 points versus 5.1. I, I don't think that South Carolina – like so what I have watched is I have seen a South Carolina team that has a couple of explosive plays that – they're just they're either not taking advantage of or screwing up when they actually get some momentum going in their favor. For example, you have a relatively decent drive going, and again, it's before the half, but Spencer Rattler, like it's a weird thing when they decides to tuck it and run as opposed to realizing what the scenario is, realizing that you're not going to get a 50-ish plus yard field goal, so why not take a shot downfield as opposed to diving out of bounds or trying to go for a first down, little things like that. They've kind of screwed themselves here. I think South Carolina, if we're going to cover this game, we're relying on South Carolina offensively to kind of get their head out of the you-know-what because the first drive was solid, their second drive was solid. They have the ability, I think, to score on Arkansas. It's are they going to be able to do it is the question. That's why we're probably not double-dipping. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're definitely not double-dipping. The, the Liam Neeson when he's asked about eat, like the pay gap. and <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Wow, a pay cut. No. All right. <laughs> no way. So let's talk a little bit before we get out of here as these games are in their breaks. Uh, player spotlight, Heisman Watch. We've been doing this on Saturdays. Uh, Saturdays. It's like our second Saturday. Um, all right. Let's talk about some individual players and what we expect from them, and specifically kind of in the Heisman race, too. So one of the sexier names out there has been Anthony Richardson. Of course, you get a win over a top-10 program. That's going to happen. Anthony Richardson puts up a lot of numbers, especially on the ground, and he's a quarterback, so a lot of things working in his favor. Gets to take on Kentucky today. Uh, Got it in the range of like 25, 20-ish to 1 after last week. You could have gotten Anthony Richardson, bet MGM, got him as low as 18 to 1 right now. What do you make of Richardson first off from what you saw last week? 178 yards through the air, 106 on the ground with three rushing touchdowns. Taking on Kentucky, you're going to be without some key players, specifically, though, on offense with Chris Rodriguez. I mean, uh, Richardson was amazing last week. Really good. Uh, really, really and, and, and the biggest thing that we did not see, we really haven't seen in a few coaches now in Florida, is putting Florida. your guys in a, posi- in a position to succeed, which Billy Napier, again, one-game sample size, so it's obviously a tremendous sample size of one game, yep. put – Anthony Richardson in a position to succeed. And what happened? You pull off a really nice win against a really good team. And now you get a a, a Kentucky team that, John, there is a real chance this is for the SEC silver medal. Yeah. SEC East silver medal, I should say, because Georgia's obviously going to run away and hide with that division. But Kentucky, Florida, and Tennessee are all in that mix for, for second place behind Georgia. And you get Kentucky at the right time. Obviously, Rodriguez is still out, still awaiting word from the NCAA because of an offseason, off-the-field issue. But, I, I look, I, I think Richardson correctly moved. He correctly moved all the way down to 22-1. to 1. That is a correct move on Anthony Richardson. And, look, don't chase numbers in futures markets, but that number is still good because if he plays well tonight and Florida looks impressive in a win, you're not seeing that number ever again. Oh, yeah, that's going to be like 10-ish to 1, something like that. If he puts up together another multi-touchdown performance and just a relatively decent rushing attack, uh, that is going to be a number that that craters because the liability is going to build up first and second. Uh, it's just it is a glamour position with some numbers. So we'll see if that's going to be the case. Uh, good first drive here for Miami as uh, they have 
back-to-back second and eights that they convert with ease against a Southern Miss. So they're going to get a first and 10 well into Southern Miss territory. Their first drive of the half. Uh, trying to look like a 27-and-a-half-point favorite. There's no number on the board right now, so I wonder I wonder if we get a touchdown here or we get something bad. Or, or, or a review. Sometimes when numbers are pulled off, there's a play that's under review, whether it's a completion, fumble, things of that nature. Um, well, an eight-yard run doesn't doesn't indicate any of that. No. So maybe we're very far behind. Who knows? Big play for Duke on a third and 15. Looks like they got a first down. So you have reached – we haven't really touched on this. You have reached a scoring lull. In this game, you got under fifty-seven. Yeah, but that's that's I, I gotta you gotta get off the field on there 15, with, with an yeah. under under. I was second and twenty-five to a first down. So, uh, and very very unimpressive from Northwestern, which is really starting to uh, di- to dictate. And yeah, I was ugly from from, uh, from Van Dyke, Van Dyke yeah, there. But uh, but uh, that kind of indica- indicates that that more had to do with Nebraska than it had to do with Northwestern. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, we look. They won the game last week, but uh, was it North Dakota last week? I gave it halftime. Yep. They they looked so bad, I actually went went in for North Dakota at halftime. Like, that's how bad it looked. It does speak to how bad it has gotten uh, for Nebraska. And uh, I think, what's it, October 1st when the buyout gets chopped in That's correct. Uh, If they lose to Indiana that day, see ya. That's that's a really good point. (laughs) We realized it was on a Saturday. They got to do that on purpose, right? Like, oh, let's make it on Saturday, just in case. If he loses that day, we don't gotta we don't gotta take him home. He can just head out from there. Uh, all right, we got a uh, looks like another second down here for Miami, but held back because of a penalty for their offense. So tracking a lot. We're about to kick off here in this second half between Alabama and Texas. So we'll see. We haven't kind of I haven't seen an official word on what what's going on with uh, Quinn Ewers. If Hudson Card's going to take the field here in the second half, but a 10-10 tie between Alabama and Texas. We'll keep track of that and much more as we approach the third hour of live bet Saturday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.